Hello. Yo. How are you? I'm good. That's good. I wanted to uh, give you your opportunity to have um, a tribute to. Well, you know where I'm going with this, right? I, I really don't know. Is it about Arnold Palmer or the baseball player? Or? Arnold Palmer, of course. Oh yeah, that 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 one hit me hard. No one ever in my lifetime has drank more Arnold Palmers than you. Nobody's under the, under the name Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. More than me, besides his wife and me. That is honestly, isn't that true? Jack you always get Arnold Palmers. That's it. I, I probably drink three a day. I love them. Arnold Palmer. You know, I didn't even know until he died that he was a golfer. I had no idea. You're joking, right? I am joking. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Obviously, obviously, because I just mentioned Jack Nicholas, so or Jack Nicholson. Who's the golfer? What's the the, the competitor? Uh, I always confuse the actor. I don't confuse them. Jack I, I Nicholas is the golfer. Jack Nicholas, yes, is the golfer. Yes, I always want to call him Jack Nicholson too. I always used to have that problem too, but Jack Nicholas, yeah. So yes, yeah, so, no. So I was, yeah, no. So I know he's a golfer, but I do love, I do love the drink. The, um, a couple of hundred palmers over here. Yeah, I always order it with an English accent, <laughs> and I, I do love it. It is weird. I actually ordered one yesterday. I felt a little odd ordering it. Do you think? That, do you um, think you should just start ordering iced tea sandwich. or lemonade? I got an Arnold Palmer, and I when I said it, I actually thought about it for a second. It was kind of sad. You know, it's funny. I said um, I'm going to start just drinking John Daly's, which I said are just vodka. But is that I a fu- real drink? No, no. But I found out that a John Daly is actually an Arnold Palmer with vodka. Oh, I, I, you know, I, don't, I thought that's what you meant. That actually made sense. When you said that, I was like, oh, vodka and lemonade are John Daly. makes sense. But you were just guessing and you were right. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I, when I, I was just joking. I'm like, oh, the John Daly, yeah, which is just straight vodka because he's a drunk. That's very, very, very impressive. <laughs> I found out. Oh, yeah, you get a John Daly, which is just an Arnold Palmer, which is iced tea and lemonade with vodka, which is probably good, actually. Like if you're gonna drink, yeah. like, like you love yeah. the you love that Arnold Palmer taste, right? So if you were gonna go to a bar, that might not be a bad option for you, the John Daly. Well, I don't like vodka. No, I know, but I'm oh okay. You just don't like it at all. No. Okay. But I guess I mean I, I see where you're going with it. I mean it's better than like drinking like Jack Daniels straight. Like, I don't know. Is was there ever a guy named Tom Collins? Because people order a Tom Collins. Like no, at, I'm sure there was probably in like the 1600s. I don't know. So, like, at what point will the Jack De- the Arnold Palmer just be? Because now, now when you when you like you said when you ordered it, where you're like, I'll have oh an Arnold Palmer. It was kind of like that, but I, I didn't make that sound. I only made that sound in my head when I said it. You know, oh. actually, there was a Tom Collins in Rent. One of the guys who gets AIDS and dies in Rent. His name was Tom Collins. Um, but I think that he was probably named after the same guy that drink was named after. I'm sure his name wasn't actually. Tom Collins, or maybe it was, I don't know. But, and, and actually, right, everybody gets AIDS and dies in the end, so. See, the Tom Collins really... is a Collins cocktail made from gin, lemon juice, sugar, and carbonated water. First uh, memorialized in writing in 1876 by Jerry Thomas. Hmm. And who is this Tom Collins? Let's see. History. Uh, Who is this, Tom Collins? However, let's see. Should we know that a drink called the John Collins did exist prior to the Tom Collins? Uh. Oh. Tom, wait. Okay, so. Okay, so a guy named John Collins. 
was its creator. Okay. Oh, but but a British magazine disparaged Mr. Collins. And it was actually Jim Collins. <laughs> so it's really just made up. There's really not an actual... Tom it's not Tom. like a guy that, hey, I'm Tom Collins. <laughs> extra, extra. <laughs> the newspaper's ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it isn't Tom Collins. Hello, sir. I have your Tom Collins here, your drink. My favorite bartender is Tom Collins. Oh, look who at this. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on. John who, Collins. Who most loves, pe- who loves applying a British accent to anybody? No, that's like the 1920s guy. Extra, oh, extra, okay, read okay, all okay. about it. Yeah, I see. Okay, yep. That's a little bit different. Hats here. Hats here. It says most people attribute Tom Collins to the Irish political activist who died in, 19, in 1798 during the Irish Rebellion. Although he was not well known, but a drink called the John Collins existed. Hmm. Very interesting. There's all kinds of stuff about Tom Collins. A Tom Collins host, a hoax. Guy named Jerry Thomas Collins. Wow, this is very fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. In case you're wondering what a Tom Collins is, ice cubes, two ounces of dry gin, two ounces of lemon juice, a teaspoon of sugar or syrup, soda water, a slice of lemon, a colored cherry, place ample ice in the glass, add gin, Lemon juice and syrup. More syrup! Top up with soda water and stir well. Serve with lemon, sliced cherry, and a straw. That's not the worst drink. One Tom Collins, please! I've never heard anybody order a Tom Collins, though. I feel like women, some women would do that, like older women. If they're at a bar. Yeah, it's probably like... Very old people would order it because they were ordering uh, it back in thirty. Uh, Tom, one Tom Collins and a and a lemon julep, or what's that drink called? A mint mint julep. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's that drink that's served in a in a goblet glass? Um, like a vodka. With, it's like vodka and lime juice or something. Yeah, and I, I I can't think of it. Isn't the mint julep served in a goblet? Let's see. Uh, How do you drink? What is this, like, the bar? What are we we doing? (laughs) Talking about big spring? Give us a shit, honestly. (laughs) What is this? You going to look up drinks for the next hour? (laughs) Things we'll never, ever touch? Let's look up how to make a Manhattan. We're never going to drink any of these? Well, I'm trying to give you other options now that Arnold Palmer's dead. Yeah, but you're giving me all... uh, You're actually giving it away. The only... The only comparable option was the John Bailey. And now you're just going into, like, any drink you know. No, I'm saying because Tom Collins, I said, just like an Arnold Palmer, at some point, yeah, it's not, it's not you'll like, be able to drink the Arnold Palmer again. So if the standard is because Arnold Palmer is gone, all those drinks that were created in the 1800s are named after guys. Latris, I'm going to need a lemonade, an iced tea, and an empty glass. You know what is funny about the Arnold Palmer? Honestly, I've noticed in the last couple of years now, when I first started ordering Arnold Palmer, probably like 10 years ago when I knew it was called an Arnold Palmer, lots of people didn't even know what it was. They were like, what? What is that? And I have to explain it. Now I'm starting to actually see Arnold Palmer on menu, like Arnold Palmer. Like, you don't even have to, like, ask for an animal. Now it's actually a, an official drink on the Arnold menu. Arnold Palmer. how big it got. I said I had a part 
something to do with that, too. You know, honestly, you drink more Arnold Palmer's than probably Arnold Palmer himself. Well, because when I started drinking Arnold Palmer's, I remember everyone asked me what it was. I mean, now it's common knowledge next to me. See, Arnold Palmer's been busy. He's been popping those Zarelfos for the last 10 years, and I've been <laughs> carrying the mantle of his drink. What's the commercial? It's him, Chris Bosh, and Kevin Nealon in a golf cart? Yeah, and I guess there's, I guess there's also some NASCAR driver. I thought he was just the caddy, but... Um, and wait, what does that so, stuff do? That's for your heart or something? I don't know. I don't know what it's for. I, I honestly don't know if it's like a owner pill. If it's no, it has to be for your heart because Chris Bosh has a fucked up heart. Okay. Well, obviously it's not helping him because he just basically he got thrown off of the Miami Heat. He did? <laughs> he, he didn't pass his physical. They said his career is pretty much over. Did he get released? So, no, but they. I guess they can't release him, but they said he's not going to play for them anymore. Oh, it's just like, it's he, for, for his own safety. So, I mean, obviously the Zorelto isn't helping. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron, he, he likely cutting ties with Bosch. Yeah, too what? much Zorelto. So that's officially the end bad, of the big bad three. Week, bad week for Zorelto, man. Arnold Palmer's gone. Bosch is gone. Well, luckily, now, luckily for Chris Bosch, he signed a max contract for like $150 million yeah. to take care of all his needs for yeah. his heart for the rest of his life. Because in the NBA, that's like a no-cut contract. So he's going to get paid out regardless. I feel bad for Bosch. I've always liked Bosch. I, I, I <laughs> no, no, you haven't. Huh? You just started liking him recently. You used to hate I've always, Bosch. I've always been a fan of the big three. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, it's actually not true, but I, I became a fan. And I, I became a fan when they broke up. And I you like Bosch when everyone Bosch. started hating him. You like all the players people hate. So as soon as someone starts hating someone, that, then you become a fan. No, but I, you know, I, I've actually I grew fond of LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Bosh. I, I I ended up liking all of them because I I, I realize now that people complain about them getting together, but nobody complains about these other super teams that are forming around all sports. Why was it a big deal for those three? So yeah. because of all that hatred, I just started liking them, and I realize that they are probably three of the best of the generation. I mean, LeBron is obviously the best player of all time, besides George. I mean, that's a fact, and then. Bosch and Wade are definitely. Wade is definitely a top twenty-five of all time. I'd say. Is and it a, is it a fact that LeBron's the second best ever? Better than Kobe, better than Magic Johnson, better than sure. Bill is, Russell. You think, you think you think Kobe's better than LeBron? Uh no, I don't know. Maybe not. But I'm just saying, is, is it a fact? Uh, you said it's a fact. It's not open I for discussion. Common knowledge on that he was the second guy besides Jordan. Right? Hard to argue against it. I mean, I, I've never seen a guy besides Jordan take a team on his shoulders like that, take shitty teams and win titles. Actually, and, and Jordan didn't have, Jordan always had a sidekick and good role players. LeBron took shitty Cavaliers teams. How many shitty Cavaliers teams did he take to the finals, finally winning a title last year? But think about the Cavs when LeBron left. Look at what happened to that team. It was almost like the Bulls when Jordan left, when Jordan and Pippen left. Yeah, they became the worst team in the league. He comes back, they win a championship. And they won nine games. When LeBron left the Cavs the first time, they had almost the same team without him, and they won like 12 games. It goes to show. Hey, I'm I'm glad you brought up sports because what are your thoughts on the Bears? They're garbage. When Cutler went out of the game with that fake hand injury or whatever, it reminded me of when I was in grade school and I used to fake puke to leave school early. Like, <laughs> they like, said that he actually wanted to come back in and they wouldn't let him. Oh, really? Yeah, they said that he actually was trying to play this week. Because Cutler knows that he needs to show up this year because 
this is the last year of guaranteed money on his contract. The Bears could cut him during the offseason with no repercussion. Which so, they'll probably do. The next three years are non-guaranteed. And he knows nobody's going to pay him $17 million a year unless he puts up this year. Yeah. So this, is a, this is a big year for Cutlet. But I just I saw that hand injury. Anytime he gets any kind of minor injury, he's always walking to the tunnel. And I specifically remember multiple times in grade school putting my finger in my throat and, like, no puke would come out. And 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 the be- do you remember when other kids would puke and then and then you would try to puke to leave? I've never I've never faked puke. Uh, oh, I used to do it all the time. I'm like, yeah. I thought that was only like for bulimics. I and, and I would only spit up bile. Like there'd be no puke. I'd be like, oh, no, I just never, puked. Never fake puke. I would show like a I would puke out a bun with my books, and yeah. it, 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 yeah. it pretty much looked like you just splashed like a, a sip of water on top of the book because it was just like bile. And I'd be like, look at I puke, and they'd be like, go to the office. And then, what would happen? You would just sit there, and then they'd ask if you puked, and then they would just roll roll their eyes and call mom. Is that what would happen? Or? Yeah, they'd be like, go to the office, and, and I'd call my grandma, and she would pick me up. I don't remember that ever happening to me. I mean, I used to just stay home with my grandma. <laughs> you would miss like you miss like forty days a year. Who cares? It was I mean, it was a shit school. <laughs> I still was smarter than most. I mean, not to sound arrogant. Again, that probably sounds arrogant, but most of those kids from our grade school are now either dead or gangbangers. Like 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 tenure gangbangers, so they, and they all have perfect attendance. So I mean, me missing forty days really didn't seem to matter. It is true. You you would always still be on the B honor roll. Me too. Like yeah. I, I'd miss. I, it's like I didn't miss a lot of days. I just didn't miss as many as you. But well, but, but, but you know what? A lot of people, a lot of people in my grade missed a lot of school. I wasn't the only one. We probably had five people like me who just took off a day a week. It was guaranteed that you would miss every Monday. Yeah. And it's funny because I carried that mentality into my professional life, too. <laughs> you mean you call in a lot or you just feel sick? or? No, I just, I'm, I, I'm not usually sick. I say I am, but I'm not usually sick. <laughs> or I, I mean, I, I don't even really care anymore. I just say I'm not coming in. I mean, I don't even even lie about it. You just say, I don't feel like coming in. <laughs> Pretty much. I usually, you know, I honestly don't even do, I usually just don't show up. That's what I've been doing for the last five or six years. I usually just don't show up. Just just skip a day. I mean. And no, no one even says, hey, where were you at yesterday? That's, that's, you know, I, I will tell you this. <laughs> folks at home, like, it actually surprisingly works well. You, you just don't go. And then just the next day show up and. Fine. I mean, I guess a lot of people are probably on like hourly gigs where they have to like, you know, if you're working like, if you're working like retail, you have to be there, you know. To, yeah, because they're going to be calling you. Where like, are you at? You work at some kind of like office job, like where there's a lot of people. Just don't go in and say you were working from home, and maybe maybe you do something at home, maybe you don't. I mean, it's really you know <laughs> up to you. Just manage your workload, but it really doesn't fucking matter. Like. Because if you think about it, I mean, honestly, how much work do most people get done at work? They, honestly, an I, I, you're real, uh, people who work an eight-hour day, they're just counting down. I mean, it depends on the job you have, but I mean, I, I'll tell you right now, I know I, I've worked jobs in the past where I probably have gotten more done in two full days of actually showing up than most people will get done in five days because everyone's on Facebook, they're on Snapchat, they're taking four-hour lunches, they're hiding in the bathroom and crying and they're puking and they're sitting at Starbucks. I mean, I, I know how it works. 
<laughs> crying. So, Why are they crying? It's weird, man. I don't know. Like, offices, like... I've had just, like, random people barge into my office just crying, like, and close the door behind me and start crying. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, Wait, they'll walk in your office, close the door, and start crying? Yeah, it's, it's happened to me before. I've actually had, like, my own office in certain jobs. I hear people just walk out of my office and start crying, like, and just start telling me about their day, and I'm just like... I'm like, do I fucking know you? Are you and, and, and are, are, are you are you the shoulder to lean on? You seem like the last guy to tell. You know, if you're having you know, a bad day. I will tell you, it, it is odd. People tend to come to you when they have problems in life. Like even if you, once I, even if I don't really know you, like I feel like people think I'm the kind of person that will like provide them solace or comfort when. Well, Tansy, well, you see, we all have problems in life. Yeah, I'm having a hard time at home, Sam. No, it's usually, it's usually not that. I mean, it's not like, it's usually just like about how much they hate their job. I hate my job, brother. Yeah, like, what do I do about it? How do, <laughs> like how, you, how like do you, you have the it? answers. Yeah. Well, what I recommend is not coming to work tomorrow and <laughs> yeah. not telling anyone. Yeah. I mean, here's the just thing, don't I'll, come in. Here's the thing I will say to all the, all the, all the bosses out there, like, it, I've worked in jo- I worked at jobs where, you know, you had like people who micromanage their employees and micromanage the clock and people had to clock in and you know you had to be there a certain amount of hours and I think they wasted so much time focusing on that that the employees were usually scared and they were unhappy and it was a bad culture. I've also worked at places where they don't give a shit and I feel like. You know, if you trust that you have good employees and they're going to get the job done, if you don't micromanage them, they'll probably end up doing more work for you than if you did. Yeah. I know people who never go into the office, but they work at home, and it works out fine. I mean, so... Well, it's just like the people in relationships who keep asking, you know, who are you texting? Who are you talking to? Right. Blah, blah, blah. And then that, sure. th- those people end up cheating. Exactly. The, the jealous people are the ones who are doing the cheating. So if, if your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife keeps asking you about who... I, I totally agree with you on that. They keep asking you who you're with, who you're texting. They're trying to come up for their own insecurities because they're probably fucking around. That's usually how it goes. Or, or, or you are, you know, they they have low self esteem or something. Yeah. But just if they ask you, just break up or get divorced. But but if you know that, but then there's the people too who have someone cheating on them and they know it's true. You just have to break up with that person. Then you can't just keep it going because the person's obviously like you caught them three times already. Well, yeah, but you, you have to understand some people have low self-esteem. Everybody's not like you. No, no, I know. No, I'm, I'm just saying that. Inflated sense of ego. Wait, what? I said with an inflated sense of ego, the opposite of low self I was just kidding. You're not really quick, are you? You're not very quick. Yeah. That's some great advice you just gave me. I was giving you a compliment, actually. I'm usually the guy they come to for advice. You're, you're trying to put all the pieces together and understand what I said. Yeah, I said Sam, you I'm having uh, some problems with the wife, and uh, I really hate the job. Don't come in tomorrow. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Make sure not to tell a soul you're not coming in. No, it's not that. Then come uh, in the next day and act like you were here. Who cares? Who fucking cares? But that that is a good tip. If I guess if you're in a... But I so, mean, hey, hey, listen. You know, if you people work at like McDonald's or some shit, go to work. I mean, but if you, you know what I mean. But it's like if you, if you it, don't, you don't have. 
if you don't have to be there and you can work from home and you're not feeling good about the day, stay home. You know, it's like you only live once. There is no God, and we all know this. When you die, it's over. <laughs> what a great outlook. No, it's a true. It is a great outlook. Don't lie to yourself. Enjoy your life. You only live once. When it ends, it, it, it is fucking done. How do, how do you, ends, how, is, how, how should we done. enjoy life? Huh? How should we enjoy life? Well, just, just try not to waste the hours. You know, try, try to, and I, I'm just learning this stuff, but it's like, try to, try to, try to enjoy the time you have. Don't just wallow away in misery. Don't wallow away in a job you hate with people you hate. Um, I have a special guest coming in. One second, please. What up, guys? Oh, it's Bass. Oh, there he is. Hello, Bass. Bass was late because he was fixing his TV. Did you ever fix it? No. I, yeah, still, I, still, haven't so. the, I still haven't even gotten the cover off of it yet. Yeah, that's what I told you. I said you probably need a new lamp for your TV. Well, on YouTube it says it might be how dusty. How TV? I don't even know how to do that. Wait, Bass doesn't have an old TV like that with a fucking lamp. <laughs> Lamp. <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about, lamp? Oh, hey, no one has a lamp. I mean, this isn't like the first LCD TV that they said. Oh, I know. One of my TVs. I don't know. I don't know how to move like. No. Like, the television That's, keeps like hey, flickering. Is it a newer TV? Yeah, two years old. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously these new TVs, when it breaks, it breaks. You just got to buy a new one. I mean, you can't fix them. They're honestly not made to be fixable. I got they're, more they're good news TVs. for base. I was gonna say. I mean, YouTube is shit out of it. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, you're gonna have trouble. I, I just happened to me with the TV. You really? Just like green? Just, just you just gotta like honestly, just like smash it with a bat out of frustration about it. <laughs> you just gotta. Cut you really can't fix these TVs. Wait, Sam. <laughs> Sam, since before base came on, you you were talking about life, like the, the... oh yeah, babe, I was giving life advice. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just I guess. To sum it up, just, just live before you die, because when you die, you are fucking dead. I mean, you are dead when you die, and that's it. Well, it really it came into a positive conversation here. <laughs> it is, no, it really is. It really is. I'm just saying, people, I think it's, it's cowardice for people to keep assuming that something is going to happen when they die because they're scared of the nothingness. But let me almost assure you that you're going to be disappointed when your consciousness seeks to exist when you're gone. Well, you won't, even, be, you won't even know that you're disappointed. You won't even know, but it, it's, it's a scary thought. It really is. So, wait, isn't it scary? I, let me ask you, wait, isn't it kind of a scary thought to be dead? It's very scary. Thank you. At least you're honest. <laughs> but, I mean, hopefully everybody gets it. But, like my television, when it turns off, it turns off. Yep, ba- your but life is, is like the is, new TVs. That, that's a good metaphor, Baze. Life is, is like exactly. new TVs. <laughs> when they're done, that's, they're that's like true. old, like old lives. You could bring them back, but new lives but and no, new TVs. Honest, uh, well, honestly, no one people. It's a good conversation. Yeah, no one talks about it, but the idea of dying is is a scary thought. It, it scares me. It scares me. You know, so how I, are you going? How are you going to start living life? What What are the plans? I think for the for the religious and the phony religious. They have this idea, which I wish I did. I wish I could believe in all that fucking bullshit. But they have this idea <laughs> that when they die, they're going to be going somewhere good. And, and, I, and honestly, I wish I could do that. I really do. But 
I just can't. I, I do can't. find it interesting I, that the shittiest people all think they're going somewhere good. Like, Bates, you're not very religious, right? I mean, I don't know. No, I am not a religious man. Yeah, I mean, but so, I, do probably, believe, I do that. believe in a Hail Mary in football. <laughs> That's the one thing I do believe in. The most That's exciting the play in the game. Oh, I do believe it. Yeah, I love religious holidays and all that. You know, I mean, I mean, like Christmas. I don't know about I don't know other ones, but like I like Christmas. But I don't know. Hey, I Hanukkah mean, that's that's, that's serious. It is. And as as we get older, I mean, now we're in our thirties, like mid thirties. You know, you realize that you're not going to live forever, and it's just kind of a scary thought. I mean, we all know people who've died who are our age or younger, and it's just like. It's just, I don't know, it's just a scary thought. And I just feel like we need to enjoy our lives while we can, while we have them. So how do you plan on enjoying life? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying not to, just trying to, to, like, stay positive and, like, do things I like and not waste my days. Like, I don't know, man. I don't fucking Bay, know. Sam had a great tip. He said, before you got on that, if you don't feel like going to work, just don't go in. Don't call in or anything. No, I mean, no call, no show. You know, I mean, base, come on, man, you're with me on this. Like, what, what are we doing in life? Some people, like, but if, but if base, but if base didn't show up to work, we, he would get a call. Base, at, like, base is with me, come on, base, you're with me a lot. I mean, well, I'm not, I'm not that rogue where I don't feel like going to work, so therefore I'm going to disappear off the map. But that's, but, okay, so you guys, you radio, radio guys, are a little bit different. I mean, you guys have a pleasant job pleasant livelihood for the most part. I think a lot of people, I feel bad for a lot of these people, a lot of people out there in life, they work jobs they hate until they die. That and is true. Like, what was the, I mean, almost like, what was the point of your life? Like, what? Well, so, I, I think, I think you're, you're, you're hurdling a couple of things here. I mean, yes, work is what people do, but there's responsibilities like family, well, there is. That's kids, true, and cable, and college, and sure. There are things, but there really, that are all that, I, I agree with Sam. Though all, all, all that is bullshit too. Though no, it's not. It's not. When you have a family, you have to do yep. shit. That is true, basically. You, you guys speak of. Thank I you, mean, well, Sam, you're married, and Abe. I mean, the two of you guys right now, your biggest things in life no, are your I, job. Hey, you make a good point. I agree with that. All I'm saying though is like. The point still holds true that, I, that people need to still try to find something that, that matters to them, um, even if it's family, right? So some people, like, maybe they don't like the work, but they have, you know, they take pride in raising their kid, and that's awesome, right? I, I That's different. I'm speaking from my own perspective as a man without kids. Well, maybe it's time you had kids. I'm not, no, I... I uh, not not this election cycle, but I gotta. <laughs> no, it's not a good time. <laughs> this is the okay. worst time to have a kid. So the election cycle determines if you reproduce or not. Let's see who the next candidates are in 2018. I mean, because at least my here here, here here's my biggest issue. I hate people who ask people like, okay, so I who did I uh, I bumped into this guy. Who was it? Uh, there's some loser I haven't talked to. Oh, this okay, a loser from high school, and he's like, "Do you have any kids yet?" I'm like, "No, probably not gonna." What, dude? Well, I mean, it's I, a natural question to ask someone. No, I, no, but hang on, hang on. Then he's like, "Dude, my life changed when I had my baby." And this guy was one of the biggest scumbags ever. This guy's a huge scumbag. My life changed when I had my baby girl. You're gonna miss out on life. Like, I'm. I, 
it's cool to have kids, but don't tell me what to do. And it's cool to get. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me, let me, let me, let me me finish. Let me finish. I don't care what. My point is that I don't care if people are single. I don't care if they're married. I don't care if they have kids. I don't care if they don't have kids. I don't want someone to tell me what I should do. There's no like you need to buy a house. You need to have kids. Wait a minute. Hold on. This is coming from a guy who tells everybody what. Yeah. yeah. No, I know, but but I, but I, but my point Here's is what that, you should do is what Abe should have had yeah. to do. Base, base. Around. When I tell you what to do, it's stuff Abe, like, Abe, hey, Abe, base, you Abe, should Abe, shave Abe, your Abe, head. I'm talking about I'm talking about people who like, for instance, Sam all the time. You're gonna have kids. People ask him. That's annoying. Maybe he doesn't want to have kids. Yeah, but it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you. I'm just used to it. I mean, it's fine. I don't. It I, does I don't bother you. It doesn't it's end just, you know, what bothers me is that somebody made that last line, this is what you need to do now, otherwise you're missing out. That would bother me, but if you ask me the question, it doesn't bother me. That's fine. No, but then the same people ask the same questions. Here's my point. You do whatever you want. You don't have to do what, like, you need the, the you got to buy a house, you got to do this, you got to have kids, you got to do that. It's fine. If you want that, you can have right. it. But don't, don't tell someone what they should do in their life. And base, yeah. when I tell you what to do, I say, shave your head. Uh, don't wear a, a a velvet breast dress shirt, like it's stuff like that. It's not telling you what you should do in your life. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever opted for that dress shirt, but that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you used to wear one of those breast dress t shirts? No. Yeah, you did. That you wore that Manila one with like it had the lines on it, right? What the hell are you talking about? God. It's like a, it's like a dress shirt that almost looks like an Under Armour shirt. I think he's drunk on John Daly's base. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Wait, I'm glad we brought up kids because I, I was at Jimmy John's. Let's move on to something else here because this is more important. And base, since you have a kid, this is a very important thing. I was at Jimmy John's and this slob and his son sat down. He sits down. He rips his sandwich in half, sticks it in his mouth, and the whole corner and half of his mouth were full of like tomato mayo like it was like it's almost like you hit him in the face with a pie that's how much shit was on his face and he sat there and continued to eat the sandwich with all that shit on his face and the only time it would come off his face is when he would put the sandwich back in his mouth and it would like rub some of the shit off his face so he ate a sandwich in front of his I'm, I'm guessing his son and he had shit all over his face the entire time he was eating and sure enough the kids start eating his sandwich, and I heard him go. I heard the dad go, if you don't want to finish it, take it home. And then I look at the kid. The kid had shit all over his face, too. So what a piece of shit father. You're teaching your son not to wipe your face off. So this kid's going to be a slob the rest of his life because the dad, like a 40-year-old slob, his whole face was covered in mayo and lettuce and cheese and tomato and everything else. And his son now, watching the slob father... Thinks it's acceptable not to wipe your face. Wow, this is a really odd observation. You you think that's cool? I mean, I I'm, I don't know. I'm not really like as offended by it as you are. I mean, they're just having a lunch, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. The shit you know, this, but I, I don't. I don't know. What I know. This is my honest reaction. Like, Did I, Sam, when you really... eat, when you eat, you have shit over your face or what? No, I I don't, but. I don't know. I mean, maybe you do sometimes. I don't. I don't no, say that, I, I, I immediately. I have. I'm the. You always rip on me for having so many napkins. Okay, well, okay. You know, but so what about the guy who stacks 
70 napkins on his plate. I mean, that could be So what? That's because I'm cleaning up. Too, right? I don't want anything on me. That could be inappropriate. How about the guy who literally has bragged about not having silverware and eating on cardboard? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's fine to me either way. I don't really care. But I'm just saying it's weird that, like, that offends you. Like, I don't know if you, you apply, like, Victorian manners to how you consume the food, but not how you place the food. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Base. Now, your son, DJ, when he eats, he's, I, I've noticed he's very uh, clean. He doesn't eat like a slob. He wipes you. You wipe his face off. Dude, that's not quite true, my friend. He uh, <laughs> obviously he's not been around a toddler when the food goes flying around. Like yeah, a yeah, <laughs> toddler, toddler. This kid was probably like eight years old, and he's yeah. sitting there with his slob dad. The dad had the dad with the mid. You know, hey, put it in. Put as much. I need it right all over my face when I eat. And he's talking to his son. Spits coming out of his mouth. Literally, it looked like he got hit in the face with a pie on the side of his on the on the left side of his mouth. <laughs> or, or, or picture picture if you took a cupcake, smashed it in the corner of his face, and like pushed it in. That's what it looked like. He's sitting there eating, talking to this kid the whole time. Yeah, you know, hey, you know, you gonna play ball? You ain't gonna play. You gonna play ball because I didn't play ball growing up. I'm gonna make you play ball. <laughs> yeah, well, you left all that out. Right? Well, he didn't say that, that's, but but that's, I just picture that's, that's a conversation. That would, if that really happened, that's disturbing. I failed as an athlete. Now you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna do what I couldn't do. You know, <laughs> I fucked up my knee. I'd be out there. I wouldn't have your dumb ass. <laughs> or if I did, I wouldn't be paying attention to you. Know, so you eat know. your sandwich. Hey, Poor didn't kid. we when we were kids? Didn't we know somebody? Um, um, didn't our mom know somebody who their son um, they they used to tie his hand behind his back so he pitched lefty? Oh yeah, and now the kid's like uh, partially retarded. Really? Yeah, yeah. This is so a, go this on, is I train my son to be a southpaw. They wanted to be they wanted to be an athlete, a, a baseball player, so bad, a left-handed pitcher, so yeah, bad. He's a righty, but they would they tie would, like, his right tie arm his, behind his back. Yeah, they really would tie, him up. They would tie his right arm behind his back and make him practice pitching left-handed. <laughs> God, I mean, if that's not that's like child abuse, right? And now all the kid wants to do is drink, and I don't blame the fucking kid. Every time every, I see that kid, I see that kid once every five years, and all he's talking about is, "Let's get fucked up, man! <laughs> Fuck this life!" So is he still pitching, or I, I, I don't know, maybe like uh, in some shitty beer, league, beer league, or what hand is he, is he drinking with? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are, you, are you are you a southpaw <laughs> drinker? <laughs> Always, yep, he's a southpaw. He's- He's the best outside drinker this time. Hey, you know? <laughs> hey, hey, I wanted to make you a lefty, and you're going to be a lefty regardless, you know? <laughs> Until the day I die, you're going to throw with your left arm. You're not going to do shit with your right arm. Not even right. Yeah. It was ugly, babe. It was ugly. <laughs> I remember seeing that I, fucking I kid. I, I remember going to the park, seeing yeah. that fucking kid with um, just like a rope. It was a white rope. Yeah. And they would tie, they would tie it around his wrist, and then just tie it yeah. around his waist, like super tight, where he couldn't even move his terrible. arm. Yeah, nobody said anything. No one cared. Everyone just, no oh, oh, isn't it great? He's going to be a southpaw. He couldn't get any kind of speed with his left arm. It looked like picture some, uh, you know, picture uh, like a 
60-year-old woman throwing a baseball off a mound. That's what it looked like. It was like a limp toss. <laughs> You're going to get your strength up. You're going to keep throwing until you get your strength up. I don't even want you to jerk it off with the right hand, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then afterwards, we're going to smash your Jimmy Johns. If I see you do anything with that right hand, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> now your butt's going to be black and blue before long. Yeah, that was, uh... And if you fight back, you better fight back with your left hand. That was good parenting. <laughs> well, it worked out great. I mean... Our, it worked out he, well for that he, kid. He's, uh, he's a habitual drunkard now. Here, here's what I realized. You can't create an athlete. Like, all the people yeah. I know whose parents sent them to all these special schools to become an athlete. Base, you're a good example of that. Didn't you go to, like, all kinds of basketball camps? Boy, yeah, I did. And how did that work out? But I, went, I went because I wanted to go. It was like, yeah, but hey, that, that's not like a special school. I mean, are there special schools to be an athlete? I, I never, I've never heard of that. No, but there's all this like private training and stuff. Like, there's a lot of athletes who are kind of shitty athletes. They're not freak athletes, and their parents make them, you know, just good enough to not make it to the majors. Like they're on the cusp, but they're, you know. Yeah. But like a freak, like a LeBron James, he's going to be in the NBA regardless. A guy like uh, Julius Peppers, some freak, he's going to be in the NFL. Cam Newton, well, NBA, no matter NBA what. Scouts, NBA scouts, I've heard them say you can watch a guy, you can watch a kid playing sixth grade and could almost predict with certainty that he's going to at least be a college star. Yeah, like they said, Derrick Rose. They were they honestly they they started like monitoring him and. Sh- Fueling him from bad influences in his neighborhood at the age of like ten or eleven because they could they knew he had the talent to go to the NBA. <laughs> so no, let, let the like other kids die. They, Let's make sure this kid's protected. No, really, because Derek Rose because they said he was very impressionable and um, you know now we know he became like a very famous rapist and everything. But well, that's not he's, yeah. he hasn't been convicted. But but well, it, you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure he did it. <laughs> he can't say I'm sure that. You can't say you're sure he did it because he hasn't been convicted. I, I mean, I really once he left the Bulls, I became fairly certain he did it. I'm not well, sure. Well, that that I'm is barely, true. Like, apparently, lawyers can look at an 11 year old kid and decide whether or not he's going to be guilty of rape. Okay. <laughs> but I became pretty sure. I was pretty sure once he left the Bulls. When he was on the Bulls, I was pretty sure he didn't do it. And then when he went to the Knicks, I became yeah. Sure not, he no, he's not one of your players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not not now I'm positive that he's a rapist. <laughs> it was nice to get a wholesome family man like Dwayne Wade. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne Wade. He's not? He's not? He is? I don't know. Sure, he's got a kid and isn't he dating or is he married to uh, Gabrielle Union? I don't even know the yeah. name. <laughs> um I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Look at Jay Cutler. I mean, he's another wholesome family man we have here in the city. <laughs> you know, he's got a couple of kids. He's married to Kristen Cavallari. We should have Ryan on here. He Doesn't he, like, follow all these reality shows? Does he know all these reality stars? Yeah, we should get him on to do a report on Kristen Cavallari, who hasn't yeah. done a reality show in six years. Let's see what's the on Kristen Cavallari. <laughs> well, guys, she's still not doing anything. Oh, okay, back back to you, Ryan. 
<laughs> hey, base as, as a guy um, who used to uh, dabble in the uh, the weed game, I have a question. Because when I was at Riot Fest, I kept getting offered weed in the crowd. Hey, man, you want to hit this? You want to hit this? Why don't guys who smoke weed instead of because honestly, if I smoked weed, I wouldn't want no offense to either of you guys. And Sam, you know, you know, I don't even like you drinking out of my straw. Yeah, you, you have a lot. Like I said, you have a lot of weird manners. And for some well. reason, Sam wants to drink out of my straw. That's not true. I don't, I'm not dying hey, to drink out of your straw. Hey, let me get a sip. And then you love putting your whole mouth on my straw and then giving it back. You're not or, a or, no, I don't put my whole mouth on your straw, you fucking idiot. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of your crazy dancers. <laughs> Or if I have my mouth on mine, do you want to take a sip? No, again, I mean, you know, sip? at home. Can honestly, I get a sip? I want to just everything you said over the last five years that you've been listening to this guy. It's there's a lot of like extreme exaggeration when he tells stories about me. It really, I mean, you don't I, always you don't get mad when I don't give you a sip. I never put my whole mouth around your straw. That's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Why would I do that? You don't put your mouth Who on the straw? Do, that? do you drink from the side or do you drink from the straw when I give you something? I mean, the straw. Who cares? I don't want to share. I don't want. I don't care. You don't. But Sam. Are you sick? Do you no. have an infectious disease you're scared of spreading? If you do it, sorry, tell me. No, but Sam, I, I, I just don't want to share a straw with you. No offense. I don't want to share a straw with base. It's no offense. It's not just you guys. It's everyone. Oh no! Offense taken. Uh, I don't know. But uh, you get offended. You get offended if I'm like, you mind if I take a quick sip? I'm like, not not out of my straw. Wait, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't know. I, I think I ask you often to take a sip. I mean, I'm sure there's been times where I was like dying of thirst. If we were like at a concert and you had a water, I asked for a small sip. But anyways, base. You know, I mean, base. Base. Here's like my. I'm just routinely asking you for sips of your drinks, your <laughs> shitty drinks. But base. Here's oh, my. Because when you're at those kind of events and you're at those kind of parties, I mean, you're just not thinking about germs. I mean, if what you're, you're thinking about, about partying. Is, if, you, if what you're thinking about is if I put my mouth in this joint, that's going to get sick. Not all the freaking. Yeah, but millions they, of guys around there walk around with the Zika virus. I mean, okay. cry out loud. You're, so many people, you're going to get sick anyway. Well, that's, that's, that's a good point, too. But you see the difference with he's compare, Apes comparing people at Riot Fest, already the low life who are at the show at Riot Fest, right? <laughs> I mean, you're so crowd at Riot Fest in Denver, of all, you know, the fucking Denver of all places. You should have seen this crowd in Denver. Apes comparing all these. Low life misfit fans. Um, casting a joint around. He's comparing it to sharing a sip of water with his brother. This is this is an odd comparison. No, I'm I'm just making I'm I'm see hey, Sam Sam. John that's why I'm making a comparison. Hey, if Hang John on. I'm thirsty. If you guys were no, Abe, you hold on for a second. Abe, you hold on. <laughs> hey, if John was thirsty and you were at a concert, and he asked for a sip of your water. Would you think twice about just giving him a sip? No. Yeah, but I wouldn't put my mouth on it. I would hold I it over my mouth man. and drop it in. Yeah, but you guys are brothers. I mean, it doesn't matter. So that, that's the point I'm trying to make. My point is that I wouldn't even want to share a straw with my brother. That's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm comparing it. I'm comparing that something like that I don't even like doing. You're very, you're very ill. So, oh, no, not you. I'll, okay, I'll use my other brother, my brother Mike. I don't want to share a straw with him. Fine. Yeah, 
that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but whatever. Love anyone. You, Mike. Anyone. I don't want to share. That that's just my point. I, I want to compare it to taking a disgusting joint out of someone's disgusting mouth and then putting it in my mouth. I don't want to well, do that. Those people won't be here for very long. Well, if you, if you enjoyed the taste of reefer, my friend, I think you'd be able to get over that. But base, th- this is my, now all that to get to this question. Why don't guys who, like, okay, if you have a joint base, right, why, why do you have to ask everyone to, to smoke it with you? Why can't you just smoke it yourself? And, and I know the answer, right? It's the rotation, right? You want to be in the- no, 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 no. It's kind of like it's kind of like being like at home and drinking by yourself. It'd be a lot more fun with somebody else drinking with you. No, but there's other people smoking weed all around you, but you need to share your specific joint. Why can't you have your own joint and just smoke it? You're smoking. You're happy. Hey, man, you want to hit? I mean, it's like a it's like a, like a celebration kind of a feel, you know. So my question is, why don't guys who have the joint instead of passing it around? Every puff, why don't they count to like 10 in their head and then take another one? Well, easy to try to. The smart one to do. So, like, instead of saying, <laughs> hey, man, put your mouth on the this smart, joint. The smart, greedy ones won't let anybody take a hit. Put, put this joint in your disgusting, dry, helitosis mouth, some random stoner next to you who smells like shit, horrible breath. Put all of that shit on, on, on the end of this joint. <laughs> So instead of doing that, why don't you just go, yeah, man, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> one, two. And, you know, the time it would take to hand Skeeter the joint, just count yeah. that out in your head, and then uh, and then you yeah. smoke it. I hear you, man. I mean, just one of those things, man, you want to share it, like. I got the good stuff. You want to take a quick hit, get a little, get a little taste. Yeah, it's yeah. like when cokeheads stick dollar bills in their nose, man. It's like, hey, you want a hit? I mean, it's like, yeah, but cokeheads aren't sharing their cocaine. Cokeheads want it all for themselves. Yeah, but that dollar bill, where has that been? Well, that's true too. Like, if you if you're gonna if you if you're like I'm a, but, that dollar bill funnel to terrorists and <laughs> blood you know, on I mean, it, honestly, strippers' I'm, asses, I'm, I'm stepped on in a bathroom. But see, but, but, cash registers in Walmart. I mean, my God. Like, why don't they just roll up a sheet of paper and do it? Why does it always have to be a dollar bill? Because it's the change that they have after buying. I don't know. But can't they just go up to the bar and say, hey, do you have any paper? Can't they rip a poster off the wall? (laughs) Well, maybe that's why they use the same straw that the brothers drink out of. (laughs) Yeah, use a straw. (laughs) Why don't they just use a straw? They usually do. That's oh, a good question. I, a straw would make more sense. But I don't know. I guess a straw isn't always in your pocket. If you're a cokehead, email me and let me know, or hit me up on whatever Twitter, or Facebook. If you're a cokehead, why don't cokeheads use straws more often? I think they usually do. It's just when they don't. They, like like Sam said, everybody's walking around with straws. <laughs> they don't just have straws. <laughs> That's it. You guys, you guys heard the rumor that they said Donald Trump might might have been doing cocaine or something. He had the cocaine. That was, that, that was yeah. a stupid tweet by Howard Dean. You don't think that's true, Sam? You think he just had no, a cold? He's seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's a seven year old fat man. I mean, there's no way that there's no way that guy'd be alive if he was doing coke in the seventies with the way he if he was. He his life. He been there's no way. And, and his demeanor. He doesn't look like a guy who's on coke either. Like, he looked like he was almost dead sitting there. Well, what, his well, eyes were closed. Talk, wouldn't he have been talking a ton faster than he was? Oh, yeah. He, I, 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 you can ask me, Mike. Immediately I was watching the thing that I was 
texted him. I said, the guy has a bad cold because he was sniffling terribly throughout the entire yeah. Fire, um, was he talking fast? I don't know. Maybe he was. I didn't actually pick up on that. Well, I don't think he does coke. I, I mean, I think it's a ridiculous accusation. But, but wouldn't it be funny if, like, you knew someone was a cokehead? Like, oh, he's a cokehead. How do you know? Oh, look at he has a straw in his pocket. <laughs> like, all cokeheads. It's one, of, it's one of those weird flexi straws. Yeah, all cokeheads have those flexi straws in their pockets. <laughs> I, no, I, I'm sure I'm sure Donald, Donald Trump has done coke in his day. I mean, there's no doubt, but... And during the debate, sure. Donald Trump had a straw in his pocket. Yeah. Oh, he's a cokehead. <laughs> Look at that straw. <laughs> so that's, what he, that's, that's the last demo he needs to push over the top is the cokehead. You know, Bill. You know, Bill. You know, Bill Clinton's done some cocaine off someone's ass before. Oh, of course. Hey, hey, put it on your ass. If I'm going to do it, I'm, I'm going to do it off your I'm ass. Thinking about all the all the last presidents. I bet you honestly, I bet you that Obama's done it. Clinton's done it. George W. has definitely done it. He's really yeah, good. yeah, yeah, man. You know, you know when George does it too. He's like, woo, yeah, yeah. He looked like he was very straight edge. Who did? H. Cheney now shoots somebody in the face. Who was who was straight edge, Sam? H. W. Bush. Oh he yeah. Looked like he he probably never even had a drink. But. You know, Reagan did tons of cocaine with oh, Frank yeah, Sinatra, Reagan was like doing coke off of Audrey Hepburn's ass. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, let me uh, let me do some coke off your vagina. Oh, Mr. Reagan. <laughs> oh, Mr. President. But Sam, can't you no, see I mean, George well, Reagan was when he was a young when he was a young um, shill for Marlboro? That's what I'm talking about. Sam, can't you see George W. They'll be like, "Woo, yeah, oh, man, yeah. come on, <laughs> ride the rails, man, come on, man." Woo-hoo! <laughs> He just constantly, he just constantly screaming and has his thumb over the uh, button to start World War Three. And then he always wants to get his guns out. All right, bring out the guns, man! man when he starts, when he starts drinking, be sure to lock up his guns, Laura. Yeah. Be sure to lock up. Guns no, no, George, your guns are locked. Up. I want my guns! I want my guns, man! Get my guns! <laughs> George, your guns are locked up. I don't have the key. Only your father George. has the key. I said, I want my guns, man! I want to shoot! George, Woo! You're in the Oval Office in your underwear <laughs> screaming for guns. What you're, you in, gonna say? you're in white brief screaming about guns. You know what? He, 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 he should have gave all of his hope to Jeb. Jeb could have used it. Oh, Low Jeb, yeah. Jeb. <laughs> my Jeb. God, maybe it was Jeb! W was on You know, then Dick Cheney would come in with like a, a, a needle and he'd put it in George's arm and it would just knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dick. Uh, she called Dick. Uh, can you bl- br- what's what's something that would knock you out? Like a tranquilizer or something? Yeah. Uh, Dick, can you bring in the tranquilizer uh, syringe? <laughs> He'd be like, "That was his Shh. only job." He 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 would put his hand over George's mouth. <laughs> Come on, man! Go away, on the go, man! Shh, Shh. man! That's a, that's an all the that's an all like the uh, like the movie sign with. W was uh, put down for eight hours with horse tranquilizers. That was the one day of the week where somebody would actually be president. That was when Cheney would take the responsibility and do everything he was supposed to do for the week. Exactly, yeah. The only time, yeah, the only time anything would get done is when George would have a cocaine binge and he'd be shut down for like 16 hours. 
Uh, miss, remember, um, Sam, remember, and, and this is kind of a weird reference, but I, I know you know it, in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter is Dead, remember that, that temp Carolyn did all the work for Christina Applegate? Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, your uh, FTP report or whatever it was called, reports yeah. are ready. I'm right on top of that, yep. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of what it is. George Bush would wake up and Dick would be like, okay, uh, George, I got all your, <laughs> everything written up. I, know, like, I, really, I really enjoy it, George. I, I really don't mind, honestly. Oh, you don't mind? All right, cool, man. I'm going to ride the rails. Woo-hoo! You know, I, I was actually talking to some uh, some liberal friends the other day. Why, why were we so angry with Bush? I mean, looking back, he really was actually kind of a fun president. But what? Why did we hate? Why did why did we hate him so much? Because like, he's Republican. That's why. I mean, it seemed like now I'm like, man, I almost wish we'd get a third term. Like <laughs> now, you're begging for Bush. Honestly, well, he did. He did. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. He did have the whole thing where he uh, with the weapons of mass destruction and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll give him a pass on that one. <laughs> I've seen worse. Well, I mean, well, see, here's it the did, problem. He, he did. Uh, we got attacked by the Taliban, and instead of going after them, we started a war with Iraq. Well, the main problem is that right now we're at the lowest. We went after a country because of his dad. That was an easy mistake to make. It also drove into a recession. Here, here's the problem, though. When, when you have the yeah. lowest common denominator like Trump right now, now it's like you're looking back on Bush like he was great. But it's kind of like... But he always sees that now. He's like a painter. He's always smiling and laughing. He's yeah, always, man. Like, hitting on Michelle Obama. He looks like he's just having a good time. Like. And did you see the fastball he threw at the Rangers game, like right down the plate? When when he <laughs> when he was still president, he his, his first pitch, it looked like Roger Clemens threw it. It was like perfectly right down the center of the plate. Yeah. It was fast, like it was a fastball. He was a great. He was one of our great presidents. <laughs> <laughs> I was so against him. God, I hated him so much. Well, just because things Honestly, are so bad now. Kerry. Would Kerry have really been a good president? I mean, looking back now, to be honest with ourselves. Now I flash back to Sam wearing a John Kerry pin. Which yeah, he was wearing I mean, on the election day. We got to vote for John Kerry. We need to get Bush out. And then here we are, 2016. Well, you know, uh, Bush wasn't a bad president. <laughs> I don't know. Who would have voted for Kerry? That would have been a horrible president. I feel like liberals around around the country. We've all kind of come to terms with Bush and realized that we were we were we were we were. I think we were we we shouldn't have been as angry with Bush as we were. I mean, I feel like. There's been worse, and there's worse now. I mean, so I feel like there was a lot of a lot of rage misdirected at Bush. I, I don't think Bush really had a lot to do with anything that happened. I think that there were people behind the scenes making decisions that would have made the decisions either way. Yeah, he was just like, I don't, like an I, idiot. I don't buy the idea that he only went to Iraq to, like, avenge his father. I, I don't believe that. But Saddam Hussein was a bad guy, let's be. I mean, we can't like Saddam Hussein was a good leader. Oh, yeah. Like, Trump would, Trump would probably say that he's a good leader, but... It's not what it was an asshole. Come on. It was, but he was the kind of guy who was making sure that people like ISIS and the Taliban weren't, like, exploding the way they were. Yeah, that's because he was exploiting you know, everyone you know, himself. Now, I love how now the Republicans are the ones who are always bashing Bush and the liberals are the ones who are always defending him. Like, now, now Bush has almost, like, been adopted by, like, the left. Well, that's because, because the, the whole, father the said whole, he was going to vote for now, Hillary. Whole, See, and this is the whole right problem with politics. Both sides will take 
anything that's in in their current agenda, whatever works with that agenda, they'll take anyone on. And I thought before it was just the Republicans. Like, for instance, when like Danzig was on Fox News, or if they're talking to Dave Mustaine, here he is, a very uh, great mind in the political world, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. Uh, Obama sucks. <laughs> oh, Dave, you're great. Wait, so uh, tell me about the new album. Oh, it's called uh, Bloody Corpses, and uh, I think it's the best <laughs> album we've done since Countdown to Extinction. Now, tell me more about Obama. What? Did anyone find his birth certificate yet? <laughs> That's what they did. With Dan- they were interviewing Danzig. Uh, we have Glenn Dan, and he had his- one of his shittiest albums ever at the time, Death Red Sabaoth. And That's right. I, for- I forgot he was on Fox News. If I if I remembered, I wouldn't have went to riot. I wouldn't have supported. I wouldn't have supported him. I forgot he was on Fox News. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. You should have told me that before I went through the <laughs> Well, we talked about I it a couple re- weeks ago on the podcast. I was going. His, I was, been like, his ridiculous banter in between songs. <laughs> what is the relative basement? What does it do to you? You take him? What you say again? You know what the relative is? That's the pill that killed Arnold Palmer. Wow, we're back to that again? <laughs> I'm I'm curious if you look up what it is. I'm just, How do you I'm spell it? it? Wait, 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 it killed him. I don't know. No, probably not. I, I think he just died because he was like a hundred. No, it I didn't mean, kill him. He's that old. Was the, that was the pill that he was eighty-seven years old drinking iced tea and lemonade. Oh wow! There's all kinds of stuff about Zerelto lawsuits. What is it, Abe? Tell, tell us. Tell us about Zerelto. Looks like a blood thinner. <laughs> okay. It can treat and prevent blood clots. It may lower the risk of stroke, deep vein thrombosis. So it's a blood thinner. And 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 the first thing when you type in Zarelto, injured taking Zarelto, don't be a victim, fight back. Second thing, Zarelto lawsuit, what you need to know. So Chris any, you type you type in any prescription pill and you'll get those results. Yeah. It says <laughs> listen to this. This is the second thing that comes up on Google you type in Zarelto. The blood thinner Zarelto causes uncontrolled bleeding in some patients who took the drug to prevent blood clots. Oh because there's no antidote to the bleeding, it can have profound health effects. Oh my god, that's awesome! So, Sam, you might be right. Maybe he died from it. Yeah, like uh, we found him in a pool of very thin blood. It says in 2014, thousands of Zarelto cases filed in the federal courts throughout the country were uh, consolidated in the in this lawsuit. Thousands. Well, he can't play anymore because of Zarelto. <laughs> Does he? Kevin Zarelto ne- and Kevin Nealon can't be funny. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Neal, why aren't you funny? Oh, the Zarelto. I'm always bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always bleeding uncontrolled. I, I can't be clever with all the blood loss. It says the risk of strokes. Uh, profound. Wow. It's just all just a million things that Zarelto does to you. Wow. I do wonder if they're going to go on with the commercials. Though. I wonder who's going to replace Arnold Palmer. Though. They'll probably just cut it so he's not in the commercial. You'll just see Chris Bosch and Nealon in a golf cart for no reason. Talking about yeah, Zarelto. Yeah, Bosch and Nealon together don't work. I mean, Arnold Palmer was a good link between... Because I could see Palmer hanging out with Bosch. I mean, we all could see that. <laughs> I could see Palmer hanging out with Nealon. But I can't see Nealon hanging out with Bosch. Right? So... I mean, can't, can't you just bring in, like, Chi-Chi, Chi-Chi, uh, what's, his, what's that guy, your boy, Sam, the guy with the Chi-Chi Rodriguez? Like, if it's Abe, Bass, and Ryan going out, I can see Abe with Bass and Abe with Ryan, but I usually cannot see Bass with Ryan, so they need Abe. So if Abe dies of a Zarelto overdose, 
who's going <laughs> to take his place who can bring those two together. It makes sense. And that would be you. Right. But, I mean, now I can't take Arnold Palmer's place. I mean, so who is, like... <laughs> You know, there's well, guys, like, there's guys like Lee, Lee Trevino who would die to yeah. be in a commercial like that, or like Bob yeah. Vila. Yeah, I mean, is there all, are they like working overtime right now to find a replacement? He, maybe he was like, he died on set because there's, there's a lot of commercials. I need a list of everyone in, in golf who has blood clots. I need it immediately on my desk tomorrow. Well, we have John Daly. We know he has blood clots. Uh, we know that. Uh, Chichi Rodriguez has blood clots. Chichi Rodriguez, I think, would be good. Is he dead, though? I don't know. Bish, is he dead? Oh, Chichi Rodriguez. Rodriguez? I'm no, sure. Right? Let me look it up real quick. And I, I, I do want to end this podcast. I got one more thing I want to bring up, though, but hang on. Let me just see if Chichi Rodriguez is dead. He's got to be. I, I, I'll bet you $1,000 he's dead. No, nah, I wouldn't bet that much because you're going to no, lose he's it. Alive. Luckily, no one took the bet. You want to make a bet, Sam? No, he's alive. I see right now. He's looking pretty good for 80 years old. Yeah. I want to end this with a feel-good story, actually. All right. All right. So (laughs) (laughs) there's a tortoise in, let's see, in Espanola in the Galapagos Islands off the coast of South America. Galapagos Islands? Okay. He's he's over 100 years old. And this was a a species that was almost extinct. They were an endangered species. And they put him on the island with like three females. And since he's been on the island, he has 800 kids, 800 <laughs> baby turtles. And he's yeah, sing- awesome. this one this 100-year-old tortoise has single-handedly <laughs> make made that uh, species of tortoises wow. non-extinct or not not endangered anymore. That's amazing. It says he's a very sexually active male reproducer. <laughs> he's contributed <laughs> enormously to repopulating the island. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, and, and you should. I, I'll send you guys the link. He looks hilarious. All he looks <laughs> like he all he looks like he wants to do is just bang turtles all day. Does he have like glasses on and like a little cane? Or no, but he has like a green. He has like a green mouth. And uh, <laughs> like l- l- light green lips, he he, he looks like a sex predator. <laughs> he looks like a sex predator. <laughs> I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet it out on my. If you're listening to this podcast, I'll put it on my Twitter page too, uh, at Abe Cannon on Twitter, and I'll send it to you guys. Also, it's pretty funny. Um, but we'll wrap it up on that, and y- you might want to read up on this tortoise because he knows if you if you're trying to get laid, he give you some tips. Over yeah. eight hundred yeah. baby turtles because of That's him. Great. That is Single handedly saved the population. But uh, we'll wrap it up on that, gentlemen, and we'll holler next week. See ya. Peace. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real, and I believe in you.